Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, if you're a fan of Limerick's milk market and who isn't, you will no doubt have seen and popped into Mary's cheese shop over the years. Well, owner Mary Hussey is retiring after almost 30 years and we have her on the line now for a chat about it all. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Almost 30 years, Mary. What, yes. uh, first of all, made you decide to start the shop all those years ago? And how did you get into cheese? Okay, well, I'll tell you, um, the market was being developed by um, a local man, John Reedy. And there was one shop there called The Edge. John The Edge. Most people would know him now. He sells sort of alternative, different type clothes. And I kind of knew him and I said to him, God, I'd love a shop here. And he said, that one's a good one. And I went over and I looked at it and I bought it. And I was going to sell curtains because I had worked in Todd's at the time and I didn't have the money to buy enough stock. So I thought I'd sell sweets. And then I had this thing where I'd sell Italian sweets. And I did, I had 600 pounds and they put a bit of cheese in by mistake. And that's how I started selling cheese. Really? Yeah. They put in a piece of cashew blue. Now, I knew nothing about cheese, and I looked at this cashew blue in a piece of gold paper, and I nearly got sick. But I had no stock to put in the fridge, so I said I'd leave it there anyway. And this woman came in, and she bought it. She asked, could she have half it? And I cut it. I nearly died when I saw it, but she thought it was gorgeous. And that was my first experience, blue cheese. And did cheese take off? No, well, not really. But but I thought, well, it sold, and nothing else was selling. You know what I mean? I, 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 I couldn't figure out what to sell. Yeah. So I thought, well, if she bought that, I'll buy two pieces next week. And then I did. And then I thought I'd go down to the English market and I'd see what's down there. And I went down and I saw the olive stand, Toby, and I saw the Isabel that sold cheese. And I told her what was gone. She said, OK, I'll teach you how to do cheese. And if you buy it off me, because we're all trying to make a few bob. So I did. That's what I did. And she taught me. And that's where I started, you know. Mm. That's in... 1991, I think, yeah. Was Saturday always the big morning? The first day I started was on a Saturday. It was Christmas, and um, I didn't know what to expect. It felt like my neighbour was selling turkeys live. He was killing them and plucking them on the spot. Really? And he was beside me. And I was a bit of a hippie, you know what I mean? I'm a bit alternative. I still am. So, like, I couldn't stand these turkeys, and he was, you know... But he was doing great business and I was doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I learned, you know, I learned and I learned and I learned and I, I needed to make the money. I needed to make a wage. It was a real long haul thing, you know. I mean, people used to say after five weeks or five years, you won't be worried about opening an envelope. But I was still worried 15 years later. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, but then all of a sudden, somewhere, I think even around COVID, I thought, geez, this isn't a bad business. You know what I mean? And then I got tired, and I knew I was tired. I'm 61. I wanted to retire. Well, I, you know, people have been telling me I've been talking about retiring for 10 years. Yeah, well, but I picked my person that I wanted to retire too, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, uh, Mary, how many holidays have you taken in the last 30 years? I took three. Isn't that desperate? And I took three. Two of them were for a very special friend who was ill at the time. Um, I worked through everything. Communions, confirmation, weddings. 
I buried my brother on a Friday. I opened on a Saturday. I actually had this thought in my head that the market would collapse without me. I don't know what kind of ego I had. Anyway, but I see, I loved it as well. I loved the buzz, you know, and I got to know everybody. It was my whole life. It was my social life. It was everything. Yeah. I knew what time everybody was going to come in at. I actually knew what time. And if somebody didn't show up, there was one fellow that didn't show up. I called the guard and he had died. And I knew that because he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Peter McCarthy from Kilmallock. Yeah. I mean, I really loved my customers. You know what I mean? And and you've had, I mean, you've had just about every politician going in there at Mary's cheese shop, haven't you? And every single politician in Ireland, you know. um, And I will put my cards on the table. I'm a Green Party. Brian Ledden's my man. But I mean, people are people and I like people. Um, Bertie Ahern was the strangest one. He came with makeup. I couldn't get over that. Like, But obviously it was for the camera, but he looked the camera, yeah, yeah, the camera. But it, it looked odd. But and all those boys and Michael Noonan and even Michael D sat down and had a, had a coffee. Do you want to know my favourite politician? Go on. Are you ready? <laughs> and Mary Lou. Mary Lou was amazing. She not only came in and lightened the room, she came in and made coffee and she had everybody in the shop laughing. She was so comfortable in her skin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She just, she, she just, Interesting yeah. enough, um, Marie was talking earlier about having uh, met the late, great Gabo. And he, was he in Mary's yeah, tea shop yeah, as well? Because, yeah, because he used to go, and occasionally in the early days of Lyric, you know, Lyric is right across the road from me. He would come over and his producer came in one day and said, I'd love to meet him. And he came in briefly. <laughs> but he did, he was, he was shy. He wasn't, you know, because behind my counter, like I owned my shop. I know, you know what you mean. mean. You were the boss. Like you, like you behind that mic now, you're very comfortable. Like I was very comfortable in my shop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when people would come in, like, you know, but they would be shy. Do you know what I mean? What's that fellow, the redhead, the, the economic guy? Oh, uh, d- uh, David McWilliams. Yes, he was in one day, yeah. And he wrote a great article about me. I was amazed. Do you know what mm. I mean? Very shy. People, you know, when you're in charge, and they come to you. Well, if you're in your territory, like you, I was in my territory. You yeah, know I know what, what I mean? you mean, yeah. But yeah. I, lo- I was very comfortable but, and I loved it. You know what I mean? But as the years went on, I got tired and I knew I was getting tired. And I knew I could, I want a holiday in January. That's what I really want. <laughs> and people, if I had a penny for every time somebody would come in and they'd say, do you know what you should do now? And I'd say, well, close up. They'd say, just close up and take a month. In fact, don't close up. Close up and take six months off. And I'm thinking, who's going to pay the bills? You know what I mean? Well, of course, so, yeah. Pe- people's yeah. perceptions are different. Uh, we're chatting to Mary Hussey of Mary's yeah. Cheese Shop uh, at the very famous uh, Milk Market. Uh, and, of Are course, you, y- you um, would know it now with its roof on it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I was there long before the roof. In fact, when I got my coffee shop or my coffee machine, there was a fellow, Filippo, who used to sell chips over in the corner, Lachio's. And he got very angry with me when I was getting a coffee machine because he said nobody in Limerick would buy coffee. And it was a cappuccino, a Sembali Italian cappuccino machine. And he, he got angry because I was wasting money, according to him, you know. But I stuck to it and I kept going. And I'm sure 95% yeah, of Limerick people are on a caffeine high permanently now. Yeah, you know, macchiatas and chai lattes and baby chinos. <laughs> I mean, geez, I'd be looking at them thinking, God, you know, they, 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 there literally was no takeaway coffees when I started, you know what I mean? But, yes... And and the atmosphere there. I mean, I'm not a regular uh, attender on Saturdays, but I do go from time to time. There's a cracking atmosphere at the milk market. Oh, listen, I'll tell you, Limerick people, they'd break your hearts. They're so loyal. I mean, I was there in minus 10 
and you'd have people coming for their coffee and you'd be looking at them thinking, you got out of bed to come in here. Start at half six, right? You do your wind up and you get ready. By five past eight, your regulars are well underway. They're buying and it might be a pie or a bag of apples or a bit of cheese or a bit of soap. You know, they'll go to Peter Ward for something or Maria or, you know, they're so loyal to the market. Even during COVID, you know, it's just, it's amazing. It's incredible. I actually think that Limerick market is the best market in the world. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people make that point. And Mary, you know, in normal times, forget about COVID. Yeah, yeah. When is the best time on Saturday to go there as a customer, in your view? Okay, so if I was going, I'd try and get there for quarter to eight. I would, yeah. That early? Yeah, yeah, because... You know, if you, like, I always wanted someone to go down and make a movie. If you were upstairs in the mezzanine upstairs, right, That's it's closed now because of COVID, but if you were up there taking a movie, it starts, people start arriving to set up the stalls at half five. And this noise starts, and it's like a train. And by eight o'clock, it's full-blown. All the stalls are full, the bread, pie, the soaps, every stall is full, and they're there, and they're ready. You know, and it goes like that till maybe quarter to two, maybe two o'clock, you start seeing them leaving. And most people have sold out every week. Every week. You know, yeah. isn't that extraordinary? It is uh, absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Tell me, do you like cheese? I love cheese. Uh, well, now, I'm on a bit of a diet now. I'm kind of on a test to see what way will I work. Like, it's Thursday morning and I'm sitting out the window. I've nothing to do. I just don't know what to do myself. There's cheese in the fridge and I'm sparing it. I don't, I, I love cheese. I love it too much, maybe. Um, my favourite cheese would be sort of gorgonzola, like a dolce latte, something blue, something, you know, real tasty, something real ripe. You know what I mean? What's something that other people would think was maybe too much. But it, cheese grows on you. It's, it's, it's a taste, it's, you know. Mary, what's going to happen to your cheese shop? Yeah, that's the thing. I got this guy, a rugby guy, Shannon. Leslie Hogan and he phoned me about seven maybe eight weeks ago when his father phoned me and said is your shop really for sale now I've been on and off thinking of selling it I couldn't make my mind up the father said will you sell it I said I will Leslie came in to me and he said can I work on Saturday and I thought I never work with this guy but he arrived in the first thing he did was buy flowers for his wife and I thought this is not going to work but I started working with him and week by week I like him. He's solid, he's kind, he's gentle. He likes my people. And that was one of the most important things to me. He's a good guy. And he has it now. Like I was signing the lease and the solicitor was working, was looking at me and I was signing my name all different ways. I'm still, I was torn, you know what I mean? Of I kept course. saying to Les, if you need me on Saturday, I'll come. And he was kind of looking the other way. And I was thinking, God, he doesn't need me. I was hoping he'd need me. But he's actually doing it. And right. I'm thrilled. But, but right? I suppose the thing about it, Mary, is, and this is inevitable, you know, yeah. he'll have his own ideas. Yeah, he said that to me. He looked me straight in the face one day and he said, you know, I have to make my own mistakes, don't you? And I said, yeah, of course. But I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to let you make mistakes. I want it to be brilliant for him. You know what I mean? I want to, I want my people to be happy. I want it to stay going. I want power behind it. And uh, he's young and he can do it. You yeah. know? And Mary, will you go to the milk market as a customer? Well, I was saying, he says you're always welcome. And then I thought, I'll wait. You know, I'll wait. I'll give him a chance. And then last week, I mean, Saturday morning, I was up at quarter five thinking, what's going on? What's going on? I was driving all over there. Now, looking at my my boat's going into water now next week so that might calm me down a small bit but I you know I can't get the market out of my head yeah 
I'm well, so, I, I can just, I, I'm so worried that it won't be. I really want my anybody out there who knows me support Leslie Hogan. Just give him a shot. But I mean, from your perspective, because you, you said earlier, you know, that they're almost part of your extended family, they are, your yeah. customers. Are, they are. are you really going to find that hard? I, I'm telling you, I found it brutal last Saturday. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was, and I had customers phoning me. I was sitting parked in the car talking to people. What's it like now? What's it like now? Is he OK? Is he OK? And then I heard this girl is there making the coffee and she's a barista. And I said, what's she like? Oh, she's very pretty. And then I was raging. She said, you know, you'd be raging if he's doing really well. <laughs> And then you'd be raised if you didn't do it. And then I'd say, do you need my help? And he's like, no. And, and I said, no, I'll, I'll help you if you want, Les. Right. But and I know. And then he said, he made a joke one day. He said, you're not going to be like a mad one in the corner screaming and still my shop. And Mary, I said, oh, please, God, I won't be in the you, corner screaming like do that. Do you have, I mean, do you have a specific plan for retirement now? Well, I have a lovely booth. And um, I, I have a few people I'm bringing out to the Fergus Islands. I don't know if you know them. And Beeves. The Shannon is lovely, you know. I mean. I'm thinking that, and then I'm thinking I'll get a van and I'll sell some coffee out the back of it. I genuinely don't know what I'm doing. I won't wait for Les to phone me, because that right. would be crap. No, no. Okay? That'd be uh, crap. Well, well, I, but I will be making a few bobs somewhere on good. the west of Ireland. Good. I'll maybe go back to curtains, maybe. I don't know. Go back I what? Selling curtains. Selling curtains? Well, that was the original plan. That's why I bought the shop, was to sell curtains. To sell curtains? Yeah. You ended up selling cheese? Well, I should what I was doing when I bought the shop. I only got to to make a living. You know, I just wanted to sell something. But I found Mm. cheese because I made a mistake. And then I liked cheese. And then now I love cheese. You know what I mean? Um, But between you and me, like, I don't know what I'll do. I'm sitting here on a Thursday morning. You know, I'm after washing the windows. I don't know what to do with myself. You, you, you don't. And Mary, I have to say that you're really enjoying your retirement because it's Wednesday morning. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's not Thursday. Isn't that mad? <laughs> so there you I, go. I, I, I there, hope, there, I, I there's the sense of establishing your week. Mind. I'm losing my mind. Uh, you know, you're not. But you see, that's the thing about the routine. Because obviously yes, you were able to count your days and you knew yes, exactly what was coming up yeah, Saturday. My week has stretched miles. I know. What do people do when they don't work? Like, I, I, the days, like last Saturday was like a month. I, 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 it would not end. And then half two, and I said, let's phone me. I had said to him, before we do this deal now, phone me the first day you get on. I just want to know how you get on. Before four o'clock by the time he phoned me, I, I nearly he smashed was, the Well, phone. he was busy, though. He was busy. That's the oh, good thing. He, was, he, was, he but, was very happy. But he listen. Was he was counting his money. That was what... Oh, well, that's good. Lot. I'm glad to you hear, know, and I hope, yeah. I hope it stays that way for him and yeah. for everyone else down there because it's a fantastic market. I, I want to play out with something, Mary, that you might oh, explain here. this is, this is here. very special. This is this, very special. What is this? This is... We know Anne Blake and we know the oh, Brad Pitt listen. Light Orchestra. What's this about? Oh, this, you see, I have a big ego. You know, I was going to creep out the door backwards, but then I thought, I, I love Leonard Cohen. And Anne Blake does Leonard Cohen like nobody I've ever known. Now... I grew up in a very special place, an institution in Kilkenny, and I'm very attached to it. And I said, Anne, I have a particular Leonard Cohen song I love. Will you do that for me? And I put it on Facebook. I'm not a great Facebook person, but this song, put it on Facebook for me, for my person. Like my brother died. I was in this. Everything happened in my life through that shop for the last 30 years. So she, she sang this song. And it was so perfect. And I said, I'll throw you off a few photos. And she put the photos together, and I'm not joking you. It was, it's the most special thing. I hardly can play it without my heart breaking, but I love it. You know what I mean? Well, it's well, and, and she did an immense oh, job. She's fantastic. She's absolutely Just one, one more thing. That 
the, the very special thing about my shop was the music. My brother was a musician. Mickey Dunn, when Mickey would start playing on a Saturday morning, the place would be hopping, the sun would be shining, the cheese is going, the coffee is going, and Mickey would start the drones himself and breed. You would be in heaven. That's the milk market for me. Great. Right, well, and Anne she did this for me and I love it. Right, you well know? listen, what we'll do is we'll let listeners hear a bit of it. We'll go into the break with it. Uh, Mary Hussey, thank you for everything you've done. Thank you. And I thank wish you. I wish you well. <laughs> and I, well, I suspect it'll be the most active retirement in the history of Limerick. But anyway, well, that's I'm a good thing. No, well, do, okay. do. You, you, fully, you fully deserve it. You fully deserve it. Thank Thanks, you, Mary. Thank Great okay, to chat bye. to you. Take bye, care. Bye. That's Mary Hussey there, retiring after 30 years from Mary's Cheese Shop that many of you will know very well at Limerick's Milk Market. This is some of Passing Through by Anne Blake in tribute to Mary. I was with Franklin Roosevelt's side On the night before he died He said one world must come out of World War II Yankee Russian white art town He said a man is still a man We're all on one road and we're only passing through Passing through Passing through On behalf of Mary Hussey, to the people of Limerick, thank you. lovely tribute there you can catch it in God uh, Mary's uh, Facebook page and fantastic to chat to Mary Hussey and that was the tribute by Anne Blake and the Brad Pitt Light Orchestra Leonard Cohen song Passing Through Call Limerick Today now on 461995